2: There's a one-two, swinging a ground ball to third. Cruz comes home, the throw is home, and Cruz knocks into the catcher, Zavala, oh and Cruz no. is hurt. Cruz is writhing in pain. Zavala is furious, and so the benches are gonna empty, and there's punches being thrown on Eastern. I thought Carlos <laughs> Santana kind of took exception to the catcher, Zavala. Now he's gonna try to stand up, and that left leg hes having a hard time putting some weight on it. He's gonna have to get helped off O'Neill Cruz is being helped off the field right now, and he's not able to put weight on his left leg.
3: So punches thrown on Easter. Pirates win, but they lose right now their third best player the way that Brian Reynolds and, of course, Andrew McCutcheon are playing. Big loss, bad slide. It's not the other guy's fault. We always want to make it the other guy's fault. It ain't the other guy's fault here. It ain't the White Sox catcher's fault. It was a bad slide from O'Neal Cruz. I'm not victim blaming. I'm just telling you what I saw. It was a slide from the Gregory Polanco playbook. It is Adam Crowley here, the early morning show presented by 84 Lumber. Put your positive to work, uh, positive attitude. Excuse me to work at 84 Lumber. Apply. At 84lumber.com. There are a couple of different ways to get involved in the show. 412 928 9370 is the phone number. You can dial it up or you can tweet me at underscore Adam Crowley. And then, of course, there is the text line. Edgar Slender and Associates reminds you to text responsibly at 412 928 9370. What are the Pirates going to do without O'Neill Cruz? Probably lose some baseball games. I mean, that just is what it is. Bad situation. This is not the Dodgers. This is not the Yankees. This is not the Mets. This is not the Phillies. This is not the kind of team that can withstand losing one of its best players for an extended period of time. We will get more information over the next couple of days, you would have to think, on O'Neill Cruz, but typically the return from a leg fracture like that would be six to eight weeks. I would think the Pirates will be overly cautious. So I would think that it's going to be closer to that eight-week timetable. He's going to need to rehab at A Indianapolis. So the Pirates are going to be without their young slugger for an extended period of time. And that just sucks. It really sucks because the Pirates had one of their best weeks in eight years. I had said that if the Pirates signed Brian Reynolds, it would be their best week in eight years. I think... Apart from the cruise injury, it already was that. They've gone six wins out of nine games a couple of times over the last few years. But when you start the season that way, whenever you've brought back Andrew McCutcheon, when you add some veterans like Carlos Santana, and the expectations are a little bit higher than they've been the last few seasons, to start out six up, three down, there's going to be optimism. The opening day crowd was awesome place was packed to the gills the crowds the last two nights while there weren't a bunch of people I thought there was a ton of energy there there's some optimism surrounding this baseball team and it's as good as I have felt about the Pirates in a good long while not changing my prediction or anything like that I had him pegged for 78 wins coming into the year I think that this is a competitive albeit not a great maybe even good baseball team but a competitive one And for them to get out to the start that they did with the Penguins not playing well, with it not, obviously, and it never is, being Steelers season, reasons to be excited, reasons to get jacked up. And then you lose your guy. You lose O'Neal Cruz. And I think it takes all the wind out of the sails. Just reacting like a fan. Because they can't replace that guy. Rodolfo Castro, he's young, he's got promise. Okay? But he ain't O'Neill Cruz. No one's O'Neill Cruz. He's a 6'7 unicorn. He's a freak of nature. And we hadn't yet seen the power from him really this year. He hit the one home run on opening day. But you knew it was in there. You knew it was coming. And, well, now it won't. One of the main reasons for optimism this year, he's going to be gone. And then when he comes back, or are you going to get the same level of player? Is this going to screw up his entire season? It's definitely going to screw up the Bucks' season. What's it mean for O'Neal Cruz? Just an absolute gut punch yesterday. Few guys you could afford to lose, but well, he's on the list. Derek Shelton, how do you replace that guy?
0: You know, obviously losing O'Neal is a blow uh, because he's a big part of what we do on both sides of the ball. The On um, the flip side of that, because of the depth we've created over the last couple of years, we're probably in a better spot to handle it than we have been previously.
3: I mean, there's no doubt about that, but this is somebody that was being talked about coming into the year as a potential 30-30 candidate, someone who could hit 30 home runs and steal 30 bases. You're not going to make up for that. I do think the Pirates have more power in their lineup than they have in the last few years. We saw a home run from Andrew McCutcheon the other day. He hit near 20 last year. So, I mean, that helps. You need Jack Sawinski to figure it out. But, I mean, we can sit here all day and talk about who needs to step up, this, that, the other. You're not going to make up for O'Neill Cruz's potential. You're not going to make up for his production. Last year, he struggled at times, and he was on pace still for 30, 35 home runs if he played the course of the season. You can't replace that, not on this team. So it sucks. And I'm pissed. I'm in a bad mood. And it was unfortunately his fault. Now, I like Carlos Santana after the catcher for the White Sox gets up and is screaming in the face of O'Neill Cruz. I like that Santana stood up for his guy. I think you need to do that. But it was O'Neill Cruz's bad slide that wound up doing him in. If he slides head first or feet first to the outside of the plate, he probably scores a run, doesn't get hurt. Hi, you're on the early morning show.
2: Crowley, Crowley.
3: Ah, Stiz, what's up, buddy? What's up, man? Why are you <laughs> Why you so down, bud? Oh, we're we going to there's no audio cruise for the next two months. I uh, know. Listen, I
2: I'm I all bummed out. I know. I wanted to piece that in today with what's going on with the Pirates. You got to be excited. I mean, let let listen. Pittsburgh Pirates deserve this conversation today and going forward until they until they crumble. You look at where we're at and you look at the pieces they brought in with McCutcheon, which you just mentioned, that's like bringing in an old-school ringer that ain't been around in a while, but brings that excitement back to the team. It re-energizes. Now, on top of that, you look at Brian Reynolds. Listen, pay that man. Pay him. Pay that man, period. And he is literally the backbone of this team, and along with McCutcheon and whatnot. But obviously... Cruz going down with the with the with the ankle injury is a, is a blow to this team, but I still don't think that's enough to zap that type of energy that the team well, has
3: right now. And they do seem to care about each other, and they do seem to have that energy, as you said. I mean, I talked to guys down at the ballpark on Friday, and there is a different feel about this group now. All they've known is spring training together, and then they've won a few more baseball games, and they've lost. So if they had a down locker room if they had a Paul over the place well, that would that would be weird so we need to see what's going to happen And thank you for the call Stiz now that they've been dealt this hand we need to see if they can keep up that energy if they do start to lose a couple of ball games here whether it's because of the crew's injury or anything else but yeah I, I do think they are in a better position to deal with this than they would have been the last few years but again you can't replace that guy they did win the game there's
2: a set of the 0-2 Swing and a miss. He struck him out. 97 right down the middle. Bednar strikes him out. And despite just two hits today, the Pirates execute, and they beat the White Sox winning the series with a 1-0 finale on Easter Sunday. I
3: mean, they have shown the ability. They put up 13 runs in the home opener, win that game in a slugfest, and then you win one nothing yesterday. I mean, that's encouraging. I'll tell you what's not is Rich Hill when a guy is getting hit the way that he's been hit and he throws the way that he throws, it's super frustrating to watch. Like, watching Oviedo get rocked for five runs in the beginning of that Red Sox game, his first start of the year, it doesn't bother you as much because you know he's got great stuff. I mean, I think he reared back and threw at 98 a couple of times yesterday. If a guy gets hit and he shows the ability to get swings and misses and throws the ball hard, well, you kind of expect him to bounce back. With... Rich Hill, you're thinking about resume. You're taking his word for it. Oh, guys, look, I know it looks bad right now, but hey, I've had a track record in this league. Well, it's tough to buy it whenever you throw 68 miles an hour. I'm sure he's going to pitch better. It's hard to pitch worse, but we just got to take his word for it. Here's the funny thing about the Pirates. This Oviedo, he wouldn't have been in the rotation if not for the injury, to J.T. Brubaker. How crazy is that? I understand why the Pirates added Velasquez. I understand why the Pirates added Rich Hill. You need pitching depth because we've already seen it. J.T. Brubaker goes down. He's not going to be the only starting pitcher that gets hurt this year. No doubt about that. But Oviedo probably should have been in the rotation or part of the plans before the J.T. Brubaker injury, and I don't think you needed both of those guys, especially with Ortiz pitching... The way he did this spring. And you'd like to see him on the big ball club. But six and three is six and three. You celebrate that. Still super bummed out about the O'Neill Cruz injury. There's no other way around it. A season with so much promise. Can they tread water without that guy? I don't know. I, I think probably not. But we'll see. Andrew McCutcheon, best $5 million spent, though, in baseball. This offseason so far. I mean, he's hitting over 300. He's got a super high OPS. He's drawing walks. He hit that home run the other night. He had two hits in the home opener. There are reasons to be excited and there are things to glean and celebrate. But it's hard to do that whenever you've got the Paul of O'Neill Cruz hanging over the whole thing. And what sucks the most about it is it didn't need to happen. Now, maybe this can serve as a learning experience for O'Neal Cruz, but, I mean, that's just a terrible slide. A terrible slide. Just a dumb baseball play. And I get why the catcher for the White Sox was jammed up about it, because O'Neill Cruz could have avoided contact, and the catcher for the White Sox, he dropped his shoulder. I didn't love that, but he was just trying to protect himself. What I really didn't like was that afterward, he's barking at the guy who's clearly in significant pain on the ground. He's emotional. I get it. But read that situation, pal. The whole thing just makes you sick. It ruined Easter. Speaking of that, wait till you hear what I did. We'll get to that coming up next. Plus, if you would have told me this before the season, six months ago, I wouldn't have believed it. We'll get to that next. It's the early morning show. Crap, O'Neal Cruz. 93.7 The Fan. It's the early morning show. Adam Crowley here on ninety three seven. The fan. Let's go to Dan. He's giving us a ring. What's up, man? Hey, Adam. Thanks for taking my call, buddy. Oh, you got it, pal. Um, What's up? Well, so I went to both games uh, Friday and Saturday, uh, and O'Neill Cruz will be missed. That's a big
2: body, uh, and you know, a really big deal. However, uh, sitting behind the White Sox dugout, uh, both for both games. I did notice that he didn't seem to be playing uh, at full effort. Uh, there was a couple balls hit in the gap
3: um, that I noticed he didn't, like, dive for. Uh, you know, obviously his bat wasn't up to play this weekend as well. Um,
2: so I'm wondering if maybe there was something wrong with him already. Uh, I don't
1: know. What are your thoughts on that?
3: Uh I'm not so sure. Thank you for the call, Dan. I, I It was a full effort play on that slide into home. It was just not a smart play. I'm not going to question a guy's effort. I, I didn't see that out of him. Whoa, the music. Oh, I'm going to do the other thing. There you go. Get rid of this music there. Jeez. Whoa. Hey, whoa. Get rid of the music. Hey, whoa. Hey. I, I'm not going to question a guy's effort. The problem is you don't have him now. And effort or not, that kind of potential I mean, you're missing probably 25 homers now, 30 homers for the next couple of months, and then is he going to be the same guy? I don't have the answer to that. We're going to talk about the Penguins coming up in a few moments, but yesterday was Easter. Both my parents under the weather, so we couldn't hang out with them. We did Easter at my place. My parents live two blocks from my house, so my mom sent some deviled eggs. She sent some lasagna over to my place. I made some ribs because... I don't know how to make ham, so I made ribs, and as I pulled the lasagna, which I had to heat up out of my oven, I went one hand, had had a couple of beers, intoxication, baby, pulled the lasagna out of the oven, it slipped out, fell onto the floor, so the full lasagna splat, full form, bang, right there on the area rug that we have in the kitchen, People on Twitter, Crowley, why do you have an area rug in your kitchen? Because our tile's all screwed up. we got to fix the tile. We're not there yet. Got to fix the tile. So we got to put the area rug down because the tile looks awful. Grout, all that. So the lasagna's sitting there. We scraped it up. Bottom layer lost. But on the way over to my house, my sister, with the devil eggs that she got from my mom, must have hit a stop sign. And when she hit the brakes, devil eggs, bang. Right there on the passenger floor. So the deviled eggs got all screwed up. My sister then goes to deliver the ribs to my parents. I FaceTime my mom. I said, hey, listen, let me show you what happened here. My bad, lasagna. Still fairly okay, but about a quarter of it got ruined. She was upset. My mother, very dramatic, not unlike me, not unlike my sister. I said, don't tell my sister, though, that I told you. I want to see if she lies because I told her not to tell you about the lasagna. So my sister gets there. My mom turns around, sees her through the window, and she says, Kate, you got something to tell me? My sister says, oh, son of a gun. Did Adam tell you about the deviled eggs? I hadn't. So my mom got double whammy. We screwed up the lasagna. We screwed up the deviled eggs. Great children we are. Penguins are screwing something up. We'll get to that coming up next.
0: Call from mom. Answer it
3: Fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevrolet, Silverados, Colorado's back in stock. Great selection. Stop in and online, sunchevy.com. Sunny today, highs in the mid-60s. Pretty good text here. Does anyone in Adam's family work for the CDC or with any nuclear reactors? Just curious. Yeah, we're pretty clumsy. I've spilled coffee on the board here. Ruining lasagnas. Sisters screwing up the deviled eggs. Don't let us hold your children. And definitely don't let us anywhere near nuclear reactors or any vials with any type of disease in them. That's not what you need. And get another COVID situation, break it out. And we still had fun. I mean, that's what happens whenever you drink 15 beers and you're making ribs. You're probably going to spill lasagna on the ground. Penguins a point out of a playoff spot. The two teams that they're trailing by a point in action tonight. I don't think the Penguins are going to make the playoffs. The Islanders are always a pain in the ass to play against, but now they're treating every game like Game 7, as they should, and the teams they're playing ain't going to be playing as hard. It doesn't guarantee anything, but I feel like they're going to win their final two games. Florida's got a tough schedule, but... They're playing with everything on the line. Sometimes it makes it tight. I thought they were tight the other night. I watched probably too much of the Panthers game against Washington. But Kachuk is playing out of his mind, and he's an emotional leader. You watch him when the clock's hitting zeros in these games. He's going absolutely bonkers. I think those teams went out. I think the Penguins, they're playing maybe the two worst teams in hockey. I think they went out too, but I don't think it matters. And if you told me six months ago when the season started, That Crosby and Malkin would each play every single game of the year and the Penguins are going to miss the playoffs? I'd have said you're crazy. I thought the Penguins would miss the playoffs only if Crosby and Malkin were showing their age, and they haven't. Malkin's not otherworldly, but he's played every game and he's averaged just over a point per game. Crosby's played every game and he's got 91 points. Probably going to finish with 95 or so points on the season, playing 82 games. If you told me that before the year, I would have thought you were insane. They're not going to make the playoffs. And it just tells you just how mismanaged this roster has been. And you look at what's gone on with guys that could have been part of this roster. Jared McCann's got 39 goals. Do you rather have him at 3C or Jeff Carter? Hmm. Brandon Tanev, 16 goals. Do you rather have him or McCann? Excuse me, not McCann. Who's the bum that they cut? Doesn't matter. Brock McGinn. I did the Irish thing. McCann, McGinn, whatever. Probably rather have Tanev. Two guys you could have held on to. And instead it's Jeff Carter. Ridiculous. Petrie hasn't been all that good The roster management's been a disaster. This Grandland has one goal in 19 games. He's got five points in 19 games. He's gone five games without registering a shot. This ain't on Sidney Crosby. This ain't on Evgeny Malkin. Really, it's not on Chris Letang, who, when he's been in the lineup, has played well. Two of those three have played every game, and they're going to miss the playoffs. Ron Hextall needs to be fired. Brian Burke needs to be fired. I don't know if they will be if they make the playoffs. I still want to see them make the playoffs. I don't think they will. What a disaster of a season for the Pittsburgh Penguins. And if they make it, they're just going to get their ass kicked anyway. Good morning.
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.